You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Cardinals Panthers preview show. That's what we're doing today. Are you excited, Gunner? I am excited. I've, uh, I'm excited because this should be a win. Yeah, well, and everything I'm looking at, and we'll get into the betting uh, a little bit later on in this podcast, but everything I'm looking at, dude, I'm looking at a win for the Cardinals. There I, we go. Yeah, even looking at the uh, the numbers from last year when the Cardinals played Cleveland, which Baker Mayfield uh, was the, uh, the quarterback of the Browns last season. And uh, what happened there with the 37 to 14 beaten on the, uh, the Browns. Um, and uh, even uh, Baker playing uh, for the Panthers and beating the Saints last week, which I think they got lucky on that victory, the Panthers' victory over the Saints. I mean, watching the game, I had to go back and look at some of the highlights. I mean, the Saints were the better team. The Saints are absolutely the better team, and the Panthers squeezed out a victory there. And uh, I think that that's why they're favored in this game is because they got that victory last week. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't see it, man. I do not see it. I mean, it could be the weather too, right? The, the weather could somewhat come into play here. Well, we talked about it. I mean, the field, I'm sure they got a tarp over the field because they're going to get pounded with uh, Hurricane Ian uh, on Friday night. Uh, what time are they looking at? Uh, Friday night, Saturday morning is when it's going to be hitting uh, North Carolina in the Charlotte area there. But I mean, Sunday... The forecast looking good, man. I mean, it says partly sunny. Are we looking sunny? Partly sunny. Highs near 66. Chance of precipitation is 60%, but they're calling for that after 5 p.m. I mean, oh, game will be uh, over by then. Oh, well, oh, hang on. So it'll be 1 o'clock our time? One twenty-five is the kickoff, right? Yeah. It's 4 yeah. o'clock. They may be getting hit with rain. Oh. Maybe a little bit of rain, but it's only a 60% chance. So you do have to take that into account. And I do have some numbers uh, from our friends at Bet IQ. And uh, and DraftKings and stuff like that on. Uh, well, that's why that's why I think they're probably giving them a little bit of an edge is because if this game is, you know, ugly, if it's if the weather's bad, you would think that benefits the run games, right? And Christian McCaffrey for the Panthers is no slouch at running back. So, um, well, on that team in general, though, I mean, they have an outdoor stadium. They're used to playing in the elements. Yeah, Cardinals, yep. you know, kind of spoiled with a uh, with a domed air conditioned stadium. <laughs> you know, here yeah, they're babied for okay. sure. They are. So to get out there and, and have to play in the elements, I don't know. Maybe the Panthers do have an edge there. But everything else I'm looking at, which, like I said, we'll break it down a little bit later on. In the we end. need to just move the Cardinals back to Sun Devil, put them in 110 again. <laughs> Let them tough it out. That, is, that would be a little tough. I wouldn't want to go see a game. And I, you I was going to say, you never got to experience that. You weren't here during those times. No, but I mean, oh, Gunner. Still play there. ASU still plays there. Have you I not, have do you go to Sun Devil games? Have you been I, to one? I've not been to one. And, but I, I'll go to one in December or January, but I mean, right now, I think they played at home last week or the week before. And I did it when it's a hundred degrees in the evening and they play Saturday at seven o'clock. I'm, I'm not, I have no interest. But that's not bad though. The Cardinal games, remember they used to be at like one o'clock every, just like they are now one o'clock on a Sunday afternoon in September. It was like 115 degrees. I mean, at least at night, you know, I'll take night games over over in the day all day. But anyway, with that being said, let's uh, let's bring producer Adam into the show. A new staple of the show, producer Adam. Right. 
That is correct, gentlemen. Adam, that's it. Yes, yes. This is a vehicle solely for me, gentlemen. We did this last episode. We're going to start doing this going forward. I want to pick your guys' brains about how you're feeling about the Cardinals. Maybe some things off topic. And and catch this one right out of the gate. We're going to come back in at the end of the episode and hit you guys with kind of a a season outlook question for the Cardinals. But we were having a discussion pre-show. What it really comes down to, we'll start with you first, Gunner. What is the perfect amount of time for a nap? (laughs) <laughs> uh for me like in my own i can't go over 30 minutes um i think a 10 minute nap little cat nap is perfect and prior to doing this podcast i try and squeeze those in and i try and time it out to be about 240 because then my daughters get home from school at 250 so then i'm woken up by them and but that then- so so that means then then uh, tyler as well for you you mentioned it right in there, Gunner. Cat nap. We're hoping that maybe the Panthers oversleep a little, right? Maybe take maybe take a forty-five. Maybe they go full hour, little groggy, not ready for the action. I mean, Adam, you, producer Adam, you see what he did there? That okay. is radio excellence at its finest. He tied in cat Panthers cat nap. I like it. This is what we got coming to you, friend. So do listen, I get you- no credit for even mentioning that. I mean, how how do y'all know that I didn't have that all planned out to throw cat nap in there? Huh? That's what I'm saying. No, I'm, just, I'm giving you the credit for that. Oh, that was well constructed. No, 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 no. Adam's the beneficiary of of the yeah, radio excellence right. that is Gunner. <laughs> I am I am just the man behind the curtain, gentlemen. The excellence is all out in front of the microphones. We'll come back in later in the episode, close things out with, I think, a difficult question as it pertains to one Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury and a very important game coming up here. Awesome. Well, ho- hopefully uh, Cliff hasn't been taking too many naps because we need him to get, really get to work. You know, an interesting nugget I saw, Gunner, yeah. um, that actually came out this week. Uh, there's two things. Let's talk about Cliff in particular. The Washington Post, I don't know if this just came out an hour ago. This is the first time I saw it was an hour ago. They had a piece. Um, it's labeled here on Twitter, Cardinals doubled down on Cliff and Kyler show. It isn't working. And uh, Dan Bickley, um, the infamous Dan Bickley, puts out a quote from the article from a high-ranking NFC club, uh, a high-ranking official from an NFC club. So so someone in the in the conference a uh, high ranking, you know, either GM or, or someone up in, in management. Uh, we were shocked that they extended the coach, AKA cliff. It's not a sophisticated scheme. He's not considered a great play caller. And every year the production drops as the season goes on. Mm. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, this season it's, uh, <laughs> it's the beginning of the season, <laughs> not later in the season. Cause it has been, uh, not being able to finish out the season. But last week when we talked about like creativity, right? Like, or even last episode, we talked about how he lines up Hollywood Brown on one side of the field and Hopkins on one side of the field. You you now have someone from another team in the conference pointing out saying that he's not, you know, he doesn't do anything too fancy or too creative uh, for this offense. And it really, I mean, this piece really is calling out Cliff more than anything. Yeah. I mean, what's to say though, like, let me uh, play devil's advocate here. Like what's to say that uh, Cliff Kingsbury, you know, the offensive uh, mastermind, as you call it, guru, what if, what if it is strategy? What if he wants to be bland at the beginning, have everybody expect that from them. And then he comes out with his, uh, the guru-ness, you know, halfway to the end of the, like halfway through to the end of the season and close it out when people aren't expecting it. Like what, Cause I mean, maybe, maybe his mentality last season, you know, they couldn't finish it out. 
You know, people were, were figuring him out because they saw what was happening at the beginning of the season through the midseason. They were figuring him out. They knew how to how to play him later in the season, and that's why they lost. Maybe he's just kind of shuffling things up a little bit. Maybe he's trying something new. And they will, uh, once D-Hop comes back, throw in some of his guru-ness, some of those new plays, some of those uh, new things he's been working on, and uh, start winning and win out the season. I think he needs to go full on water boy and get that that hand that notebook that uh what was the coach's name and and oh, yeah. water boy. Oh yeah, all uh, the secret plays in the, uh, yeah, the notebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all of a sudden he remembers again how to draw them yeah. up. I feel like that is the story of Cliff Kingsbury. He must have had some guru notebook back in the day in his college time or whenever and uh he's he ran into a coach, maybe that was Sean McVay that has completely stolen his notebook mm-hmm. and you know, he has and it that uh, was, bounced uh, back. Coach Klein, gentlemen. Coach Klein. By Coach the excellent Klein. Henry yeah. Winkler. Yes. We've also got, uh, the Fonz. got Zach waiting in the wings for us when we're ready to go to him. Cool. Awesome. Uh, real quick, but speak, staying on the, uh, the the coach topic, there's been a lot of stuff on Twitter about Sean Payton. Uh, people wanting Sean Payton here in Arizona. Ooh, I like that. I actually tweeted that out the other day. I don't know if you saw oh, that. that you? Maybe that, okay, so, so, so I saw it in multiple spots. Good, I saw it in good. multiple spots. No, that makes me feel vindicated that maybe I'm really becoming a broadcast journalist here. Um, I actually tweeted out that um, I would love to see the Cowboys keep winning, which for most Cardinal fans, that's like blasphemy. Why would you want them to keep winning? But feel, feel me out. I felt this was designed that the Cowboys would struggle here. And, and all, all things considered the Cowboys let a lot of pieces go and they didn't like fill those needs. Kind of sounds like the Cardinals. Um, they let these guys go and they didn't fill them. I think that was on purpose to let McCarthy struggle to eventually fire him and say, cause he went to the playoffs last year. So it's hard to yeah. fire a coach that takes you to the playoffs and has the success that they did. So my thought was they purposely are not giving him enough. So that way they'll struggle this year. They'll fire him. And then they'll bring in Sean Payton. Like this was all by design. So follow me here. Okay. The Cardinals, uh, the Cardinals continue to struggle. They eventually move on from Cliff. They would have to blow everything up. There's no way that we could be able to keep Kime either. They'd have to get rid of Kime as well because Sean Payton would want to come in and run the show. But ultimately, the Cowboys succeed. You can't fire him again. You have to keep McCarthy. So Sean Payton is just sitting there in the wings. That would be beautiful. Now, do so I think that, that's going to happen? Probably not. Would that but. be like a, a Mike Holmgren situation in Seattle where he takes over GM and head coach? So is oh, that what you're yeah, thinking like Sean Payton I'd, would come in Sean and do Payton, GM and- yeah, it'd be like a Gruden and, and the Raiders too. Like, yeah. Or, well, he he had um, what's his name from the NFL Network, the Mayock, but or not Mayock. Uh, I can't remember who I'm forgetting about. Whoever their GM was, but they had someone from NFL Network that they brought in. It was a, a a big big shot to help him. But you know, again, you do have like a Belichick. He he does yeah. both. So Sean so, Payton would get that respect to do both jobs. So uh, if the uh, the Cardinals lose Sunday. You think he? You think the move's going to be made? You think you make you make that move early? Or you ride out the season? Uh, oh no, 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 no! They're not going to. Yeah, they wouldn't do it now. They just gave him an extension. They they would wait. Honestly, I, know, I, but don't, I mean, I don't, I, I don't think I, contracts mean anything. I, I think you have money. You can get out any. You pay him out. You know, do something. I think the only way that were to happen is if there were some out clauses in that contract. And I just I, maybe there is. They put a study yeah. clause in Kyler Murray's contract. Who's to say Bidwell <laughs> wasn't nervous about paying both Kime and, and Cliff? And he he wanted to give him assurance, so he he put a little bit of an out clause as well, though, to protect himself. That's possible. Who knows? We we don't get to see those type of contracts, but um, uh, you know. 
Yeah, I but, know. But I mean, but I mean, he, he signed a five year extension. So, I mean, why are we going to sit with a losing coach and, and then just kind of, you know, a losing team for five more years? There's got to be a way to get out of that. There's got to be a way. So why not if we lose on Sunday, which I don't think we will. But if we do, hypothetically, if the Cardinals lose, I think they got to pull the trigger then and uh, and move on. And, you know, either Vance Joseph comes in as the interim head no, coach. That's the thing is you don't have anyone waiting in the wings that, like, you'd feel good about to finish out the season. Yeah, Vance Joseph has previous head coach experience, but he's yeah. just as much on the hot seat. So, <laughs> to me, the- this would be a full clear house gunner. If you're going to get rid of Cliff, you're getting rid of Kime as well. And you're yeah. getting rid of this whole coaching tree. So, you're not going to do it till the end of the season. The only person I see get fired early would be Vance. Um but yeah, I, I don't okay. think I don't think that's going to happen. Now, this game is obviously with the Panthers a get right game. This is a game that you're expecting to win. You're great on the yep. road. They've struggled at home. They're like mirror to us. We struggle at home. They struggle at home. So ultimately, this is a game that you see yourself going on the road like you do and continuing to win and keep the rolling going on the road. Uh, keep keep the rolling the wins and stacking them uh, on the road. But one well, thing to help the cause, Gunner, is uh, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, not practicing for the second straight day. And when asked about it, uh, well, when asked about it to Baker Mayfield, uh, Baker Mayfield said he trusts the other running backs in the room. um, But he also joked that uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey has gone zero dark 30 on them. So that uh, there's no real response Uh, if he's going to be playing or not. But that's uh, something to watch for sure. Yeah. They're a big piece. If they're going to win, that's that's what we would expect to have struggles with, right? Do we have an injury um, report on the Panthers at all? I mean, do we do we know anything about like uh, who's injured, who isn't over there? Uh, the we'll touch on that here in a little bit. Okay. I'll pull one up, but okay. uh, recent for, recently for Baker May or for Baker Mayfield and the Panthers, Baker Mayfield is completing under fifty two percent of his passes. Producer Adam, what is the second note? Eighteen point eight QBR. That is correct, gentlemen. He has an 18.8 QBR this season. Lowest wow. of his career, and quite frankly, it's closer to what we call a goose egg than you'd probably yeah. prefer as a Panthers fan. Oy. Okay, well, well mean, we're going to... Gunner, well, we're going to talk to Zach from uh, Roaring okay. Riot coming up next. Our, our, we're going to go behind enemy lines here in a moment and, and get really the backstory on what the Carolinas have been doing recently and, and what, they, what they're looking forward to this season. 